Welcome, welcome, welcome to the 36 Chambers of Fatherhood show. I am your host, Scuba Bell, the Papa Dundana. Swing it over to my other co-host. I am S. Dot Hamilton, a.k.a. O'Hare Waller, mm. doing this for all the fathers worldwide. Mm. I pass it over to the, to the man behind the scenes, the man behind R Square Network, Mr. Steve. Talk to him. Hey. Uh-huh. Hey. How was your weekend, fellas? Uh, the weekend was beautiful. You know, uh, the week was good. You know, I had to do my grown man thing. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm, you know, I'm sorry I wasn't here for the past uh, three weeks. You know, I, I was out on grown man business, doing the things I like to do. You know, being a father out here, taking care of the family. Now, we, so we, we told everybody you was an international spy. So, you know. <laughs> so it worked out. It worked out yeah, for the yeah, best. You know, was out saving the world. Right, because, mm-hmm. you know, the Russians, they ain't after me no more, man. <laughs> okay. You know, the Russians, they ain't after me no more. We all, we That's all. Cool. You worked that situation out? Uh, well... Yeah, it's well, well, it's pending. <laughs> it's pending. Okay. Yeah. But um, we all good over here. So, uh, yo, real we'll, quick, real quick, real quick, real quick. Uh, can you can you uh, elaborate on your your travels to the studio session, please? Oh, what was it like getting here? What was it like getting here, and then you noticed something about a particular passenger? Oh, all right. On the weekends, MTA. Uh, they do a lot of the construction. New York City, by the way. For yeah, those New York City. Front, yes, New York City. City MTA Transit. They do a lot of their constructions on the weekend because it's less ridership. So, um, to get up to where I'm at, you know, I had to jump on the train. No trains was running where I was at, so I had to take a bus. So as I'm on the bus, there was this grown black man sitting across from me. <sighs> at first, I thought he was on the phone with his um his old lady. Uh, but come to find out, he was on the phone with his moms. <laughs> but he was having a fit because we're stuck in traffic. There was like gridlock where the bus was, and he was just like, oh, come on. What's going on? Like, and the bus driver's like telling them, like, listen, we got to go up this street barely, and then we're going to cut down. It's going to be a smooth ride. So what he had to do is come across the bridge to the, to the Bronx side to come back over to the Manhattan side. So he was all stressed out, kicking his legs. You know, he had the big, heavy varsity coat on, looking crazy <laughs> how, in the how, face. How how old was this gentleman? Uh, I would say that gentleman looked like he was in his forties. Forties. Yeah. So he was officially a grown ass. He was a grown ass man on the phone kicking with his feet like he was five. Yeah, years he, old. he he was catching a tantrum. You say so, he had a starter jacket on? Nah, he had like some heavy ass varsity joint. Some shit you look like you get from. Uh, Third Avenue or yeah, something like that. Mind you, it's 70 degrees outside. Yeah, it was crazy. Right. But nah, he even said it though. He was like, I wore this big ass wool coat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, nah, man, like he was he was definitely um he definitely needed a uh, he was off his meds. I can say that much. But um which leads into the nice segue of today's topic, which is about um mental health. Well, not, uh, mental. Not, not mental not health, mental. Also, emotional health. Yeah, I do apologize. Yeah, yeah. Mental health, we got went into the left field. Yeah, like, mental health could bring this conversation to a whole nother yeah, spectrum. Yeah, emotional health. So run into him right, <clears throat> Scoob, about 
uh, mental health. So emotional health. I, I keep saying mental health. Yeah. I must got mental health. Yeah, no, it's because we hear it all day long. Yeah. Uh, the, this person had mental health issues. Right. You hear about kids in school, whatever the case may be. But emotional but health. Some, I just want to point out Go that, that some um, emotional health issues stem from mental health issues. Uh, I guess, yeah, in a but sense. But I guess it depends on what we're looking at as our definition of mental health, so or emotional health, so why don't Boom. I, <laughs> so why per, don't I just let you talk? <laughs> per the Mental Health Association, ha, per the Mental Health Association, emotional health is a positive sense of well-being which enables an individual to be able to function in society and meet the demands of everyday life. Emotional health begins during the early stages of our lives. We pick up habits from our parents, guardians, good and bad. So with everyday life, it sounds like the gentleman on the bus had an everyday life of going on the bus, going to work, whatever the case may be. I know my everyday life is considered to be somewhat hectic. I wake up the crack of dawn, definitely not earlier than you, yeah. but I wake up at the crack of dawn. Um, I get myself ready. I get my children ready. Pick up my wife so she could get her things moving. I drop my two-year-old off. I go to work, deal with the craziness of work. I get out, go to basketball practice for one of my kids or the other nonsense scenarios, and then finally I sit down and rest. Now, some people cannot handle this type of stress, right? Yeah, he was stressed. This guy was stressed out on the bus, man. I, me personally, I think he, I think he needed to take a boo boo or something like that, man. Okay. Because you know how that is. It's like you just trapped on the bus. He got the his belly is just you know grumbling and shit like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But he he looked real stressed, man. But yeah. now, now let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. um, as per the mental health you, association. You just came here with receipts. <laughs> but, but, I came here ready. Um, ready. As per um, cool. that definition, mm -hmm. um, one, a cynical person, and I'm mm -hmm. not calling, I'm not saying I'm cynical, but I'm just trying to, you know. It's like the third time that you said you called yourself cynical on the show, but we're just, we're not gonna, we're not gonna do labels here, so that's fine. You see what I'm talking about? <laughs> you see what I mean? Yeah, he was ready. He was ready for you today. <laughs> he was like on episode three at yes. the 27 minute mark. Yep. 27 minute. Can we just uh, dial that back here on this nice little big screen? Right. He, he, uh, he no, no, but it, it sounds like what they say emotional health is, is being able to conform to the expectations of society. Mm. And is that something that we want to promote? Just like straight up conformity? Just do what society tells you to do? Not necessarily. So the way I view emotional health is how one copes with everyday life of society. So everyday life could be different for you, could be different for me, could be different for you. So how you cope with taking the MTA bus, how you cope with your boss telling you guys stay later for work, how you cope with certain things is what I view emotional health to be right. tied with. So it's coping is the way you... It's how one copes with... Under tense situations. Under tense situations. Um, yeah, essentially, yeah. you know. Uh, you know, Or uh, being on a bus and being late for... Well, you know, being late is tension, but being on a bus in traffic... That's not necessarily, a, it wasn't a tense situation for you. You had an appointment with us, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So you were like, I guess I got to text these dudes and let them know, I, you know, whatever. I mean, like, for me, 
I started to, you, you, you get your training when you be in a crowded supermarket or you be in a, a, a post office. And anybody from Harlem who knows the two, uh, the two major post offices, well, it's more post office than that. But there are a few spots that will, it will test your emotional <coughs> health. Mm-hmm. And that's the one up by 153rd Street in McCombs and 116th Street between 7th and 8th. They on, it seems like they only have two post office uh, workers working there. So let so, me ask you a question. <laughs> Steve is crazy. Question. What are you still doing in the post office? Well, Steve <laughs> is so crazy. That's no, what Steve well, says. Let me ask no, you a question. Well, but he starts that off about this dude's Well, I mean, sometimes it's like that. Sometimes you get that orange slip in the, in, in, in in your mailbox. Okay. And you have to go, yeah, you got to go pick up your your mail. Okay. You understand? Okay. I just so, feel like we have collectively made a mistake in life when we got to end up in the post office. It's just like. That and the DMV. Yes. Like, yes. you did something wrong. That's what my, um, um, that's when I'm unhealthy emotionally. Yeah, when I mean, I'm, when like, I'm you just have to learn. And, and it does start when you're a child. You know, you have to learn that. You have to wait and be patient. And then the longer you start to, you practice that as a child. When you get older, you start to develop, okay, we in traffic. I'm cool. It's but not, you bring up a good point, though, yeah. that you learn how to develop it. Yeah. But where do we learn it from? We learn it from the household. Do, the household. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I, 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 um, I spoke to, yeah, she was a psychiatrist, so I spoke to a psychiatrist, right? Oh, he um, had some, no, so, Yeah, Yo, but this was something completely different. <laughs> I, mean, look, I, swear, I swear, I swear, I swear. He came prepared. He came prepared. He talking to psychiatrists and all that. This was something completely different. I just happened to have this conversation with this psychiatrist. Yeah. Convenient conversation with a psychiatrist months before I even thought about this. So I had this conversation. She said she deals with children. She said um, that she deals with one little girl and the little girl, um, her parents bring her in. The little girl's always anxious. This girl's like seven years old, always anxious, you know, always jittery, always, always worrying about something. So she said throughout the sessions, she noticed that one person drops her off. And the person that drops her off is her grandmother. And she said the two feet off of each other like crazy. Because guess who's anxious as well? The grandma. Grandma's anxious. Mm. Because she's looking at the parents, and the parents, they're, I want to say fine, but they're not as anxious. They're calm, they're relaxed. So they were asking her, yo, we don't understand where she's getting this from because our home is relaxed. She is the only one who is giving off this type of energy. So then that's when the, uh, the psychiatrist noticed I notice your mom is a certain way, and I notice your daughter's a certain way. Who watches her? Oh, our mom does. We, we just never noticed. We just thought that was the way she was. Yeah. Nah, man. Yo, there's a reason why the grandmother was like that, and there's, we obviously pointed out the reason why the uh, granddaughter was like that. So that is one of the symptoms, is right. anxiousness. It's part okay. of emotional. Let me well, ask Go ahead, go no, ahead, sir. No. Cook, cook. I'm ready. I he's brought ready. receipts. He was, he was ready. He was ready so for ready. today. I'm ready. He was Yo, prepared, y'all. He was prepared, y'all. Oh, my God. My I job, missed this. Woo. My job is to try to stump you. <laughs> Yo, stump the Schwab. Y'all remember that show on ESPN? Yeah. But go ahead. Nah, I, I mean, you know, with the whole thing when you said about your kid is anxious, I'm like, damn. Sometimes my daughter, she be all jittery and 
Who you blaming this on? I don't know. Oh, man, well, but what's jittery? I think I'm going to blame this on my wife. Uh-oh. <laughs> but what's jittery on the three or four year old? You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, my, my kids are always moving, grooving, all, always jumping around. Yeah. Now, I got the same issue with, you know, not issue, but I have the same situation with my six-year-old. My six-year-old has a problem where he has to do things perfectly. Mm. Perfectly. I don't know where he gets that from. I, I'm lying. Gets that from his mom, but he has to do things perfectly. Yo, we throwing a lot of wives under the bus so far. Hey, that like, wife threw a grandmother under the bus. What's going on? I, here? And, and it may not. He's just he's just out of control. Like this is thirty. This is thirty six chambers of fatherhood, not motherhood. Yo, yo, Steve, I came in ready when I tell okay. you I missed this this all microphone, right. this room. Whoa! Right. I'm like Ric Flair right now. All right. All right. However, me, no, no, with my son, it's not it's not jitterness or anything like that. It's just. I don't know. He ha- he has a coping problem with losing. He just does not like to lose. Like I watched this man go on the on the monkey bars, and he will he'll get to that one spot, and if he falls, he'll fall and he'll run back right to it. He's competitive. He is no. Uh, he's probably the worst person to play like a uh, sorry with. You you want to walk away? He's like, no, stay right here. No, 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 no. Ch- check that move again. I'm like, yo, mm. fam, relax, chill out. That sounds like that came from you though. You know what I'm saying? Probably, yeah. Okay. So it's not the okay. mom. I take that back. Now, now let me Clean them crumbs up off the floor. Yeah, I take that back, my love. That's that me. one in the corner. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> now let me ask you this question, Cook. sir. Cook. Um, now you talked about um, p- potentially the grandmother being the source of that sort of jittery, anxious energy, right? Mm-hmm. Now this leads me to another question. This is probably a topic for another show, but I just want to put it on your radar and think about this. Are, as, as parents, right, are there family members that even though they're family and you love them, they are bad influences on your kids? And 100%. Can you do, what do you do in that situation? Do you keep them around? So in that situation, I'm just interested. If the grandmother's energy was the, the, the cause or the root cause mm-hmm. of, of, the, of the sort of anxiousness in the daughter, do they say, well, you can't be around the, the daughter no more? Well, like, how she... do you handle that situation when a family member is not a good influence? She made a joke and said, um, because one, they just thought that the mom was just like that. That's just who she's always been. But she had something that she needed to, you know, fix. Um, so they mentioned that, yes, they'll keep an eye on it or whatever the case may be. And they also mentioned to the grandmother, like, hey, maybe you should go in as well. Um, but to your question, you know, family members that you don't want around your children because you feel like they're bad influences. You love family, but at the same time, you have to moderate what's around your child. You know what right. I'm saying? The influences, <clears throat> what they're putting, you know, what they're consuming. Not consuming, you know, food-wise, it, even that's a thing too, but also consuming, you know, what they see, what they're around. So you just have to moderate that. I have to ban me from being around my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> your, your daughter's gonna be doing what's the belly rubbing thing? She's gonna be like belly belly wash man. Damn, it's gonna be like an overweight child coming in. Your daughter's like, <laughs> belly welly. Uh, nah, I'm a, I don't know. Um, my daughter right now she's four years old, so she's doing, you know, what a four year old does. That's just being all over the place. She's in this whole defiant stage now. Now she's just like. I want to exercise my right to not do what I, you know, what you asked me to do. Yeah. So, and that's what you say. What rights do you believe you have? Yeah. yeah. But, but we have to. What is it? What is it? Um. Uh. uh Be diplomatic. Yeah. And um. I find a better way to 
I guess help them understand, you know, what's what the going situation on, what the situation is. is and how to deal with it. Yeah. Um, me, I, I'm all this stuff is new to me, so I'm learning as I'm going. Well, that's I a mean, good thing. I mean, I'm you're like, talking I, about it. Yeah, because uh, I don't know. I, I I need a hug every once in a while. Man. We all <laughs> need a hug. You know what? That's it's a good thing that you said that. And 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 just on this topic of uh, emotional health, I feel like as men. And especially like as black men, mm -hmm. we kind of have this idea that we just got to be tough. Yeah, you know just eat through it. Yep. And 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 we just I know that that's that's sort of what I live by. Like, yo, the world is effed up. Just deal with it. Don't mm -hmm. complain about your problems. But sometimes we, and by we, I, I can specifically say me, mm -hmm. can say I don't need to deal with a problem. I'm a man. I'm a father. My job is to just keep on going. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's and, how and, I am. And that becomes a coping me mechanism to not deal with your emotional stripes, to not say I need a hug or not say like something hurt my feelings or I'm anxious about something because you Thank feel you. like you're a man and you got to be yeah. tough and you got to be that example for your wife or your or your kids or whatever. So sometimes we, you got to just talk about your feelings. You know, as soft as that sounds. Yeah. Yo, thank you because you tied everything all together. Someone's listening to this and be like, yo. I clicked on 36 Chambers of Fatherhood to, so they could talk about Woo and the new Woo album, and these motherfuckers are talking about emotional health. Well, you just tied it in why we're talking about emotional health. <laughs> so, so thank like, you, Steve. I thought you were, like, pretending to tear up. No, 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 no. No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just a new listener. like, 36 Chambers of Fatherhood. I wanted to hear about Capadonna because mm. I saw Sean rapping Capadonna bars. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, and these assholes are talking about emotional health. Health. I yeah. want to go around and ask everybody this, um, just about emotions, right? Mm -hmm. Go. Do you feel comfortable crying around your family? And I, when I say your family, I mean the, the household that you run. Right? Oh, everybody sweet. might feel comfortable crying around their mother, right? Mm -hmm. But do you feel comfortable crying around your wife and kids? Because sometimes a good cry is healthy. Of course. Uh, mm -hmm. I say that as someone who has not cried. Uh, well, I so the last time I shed a tear was when my my dog died on Thanksgiving um, of 2016, um, and before that, I was 16 years old. The last time I cried, mm -hmm. and I think all of that when when the dog passed away, Riley, was just the culmination of me pretending I was too tough to deal with anything. So I ask everybody, when was the last time you used it around your wife or whatever? You just, you know what I'm saying? Just the cry. last time I cried. <clears throat> was she I'm not sure the last time I cried like a big like emotional like ah you know I didn't do it around my family I actually right. did it in the car right yeah I did it in the car because I like yo things were just hitting me waves 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 of bullshit was just hitting me and you know like you said I'm a man, I could deal with it, I could tough it out. But when you don't share those emotions, it just bottles up and it's going to blow up, right? So essentially, I blew up in my car. So do I feel like um, I could cry around my family? I think so. I think. I'm not going to be confident like, and tell like you that I can't. lose respect for you? Nah, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Because it's it's a... It, no, depending on what's there. crying, you know, no, like if I'm crying because like, uh, you know, I, if I'm crying because 
you know, my favorite basketball team lost or something like that. She'll look at me like, yo, come on, dog. Like, are you, are you serious? But if I'm crying literally because there's something bothering me that's, you know, affecting our household, there's no love lost there. I think if anybody um, judges you for crying, maybe fuck them. And yeah. they, they don't probably deserve your attention. Yeah. Well, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I could honestly say... Uh, I never had a crying moment, or never. As an adult. Now we we're talking about with our family, right? Oh, yeah. with your family, I yeah. haven't. I, I don't I think I, I have. I haven't. Mm-hmm. I, I have a. I don't know. Different. I I take in things differently. That's like, what I'm saying. Like with death and all of that stuff, a lot of people cry and all of that, and they really go hard with the tears and all that. Me, no. The only time <laughs> I the only time I had a tear moment. Was when my, my my best friend passed away, right. and I think it was what made me tear was the fact that his girlfriend, the, the mother of his child, she was tearing, and his brother was there, and he it, it hit him the hardest. Right. So it kind of like you know you start to feel it, and it's like you know you wiping the corners of your eyes. But I don't know. I, I'm I, at times I feel I'm hardened. Yeah, you know, no, and I, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm hardened, and then it's like, mm-hmm. a lot of things don't, you know, it, it, it give me, like, you'll see me get, you know, pissed off, yeah, you know, and like, upset about something, but as far as like, um, like sitting there crying or something like that, or, you know, like, God damn, nah, for me, I just be like, you know what, I keep telling myself, you know, I don't got problems, I got solutions, that's Absolutely. all. I, that's all I keep telling myself. I don't got problems. I got solutions. Mm-hmm. But but is that is that a coping mechanism, right? Like, cause I I I, I want and again I'm I'm with you. Like yeah. for mm-hmm. me, it was 16 years old and then 35 years old, right? Like that that was my delta of the tears that had ever dropped from my eyes for any yeah, right. people passing away, family members, crazy things, losing jobs. Yeah. Getting cheated on, breaking up with people, all of that. All of that happened, no tears. And I think for me, and I'll tell you, I just tell everybody, you know, what the situation was. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people like, oh, it's just a dog, you soft. But for me, I had that dog, because, you know, if you're new to the show, you know that I'll tell you, like, I'm a single parent. And Mm -hmm. Riley, I had um, since he was like eight weeks old. And he was, it was just me and him before my son came to live with me full time. Mm-hmm. And when my son came to live with me, I was like, you know, Riley is your responsibility. So we he was sick one day, Thanksgiving morning, we took him to the vet, and you know, they told us there was nothing they could do and they they had to end it. And I had to tell him. Mm-hmm. And that was my son's like best friend as well as, you know, when I had when I was just living by myself, it was just me and that dog. Yeah. And it became me and my son's best friend. So it's just me and him um, at the vet. And they're like, there's nothing we can do. We got to put the dog to sleep. And I had to tell him and I had to watch his heart break. And then we had to hold uh, Riley, you know, together as they administered the thing. Cause you mm. know what I mean? So ah, all mm. of, and, and I, and, you know, what do you, what do you tell your son at that point? You know what I mean? So, and all of the sort of emotions that I told myself, like, I, I just got solutions. I'm a man. Deal with stuff. It's like all of that. All of the death, all of the, the heartbreak, all of the heartache, all of the anxiety, it all sort of came out in that one moment. 
And was I still sad afterwards? Yes, but in that moment, I sort of realized you have to let things out. You have to, this is why like now, if I have something um, that's stressing me out, I will just say it. If it pisses you off, so what? Because once you let something out of you, it can't, it's not in here no more. Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like riling you up. So like, I feel like a lot of the times before that, I would just be like, yo, I'm mad. So I have to show that I'm sad about something, but I can't be soft. So I got to punch a wall. Yeah. Or I got to yell at somebody. Yeah. Because I got to, I can't, I can't show those emotions. So let me overcompensate by being tough. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or let um, me just go and, and, um, and shoot my coworkers. I mean, no. But that's how people do. Oh, that's how people do. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. My, my mic went out. Oh, uh, a lot of people. I'm good. A lot of people. Uh, but, um, <laughs> But I, I, I can say this, that I do have to watch myself. With. Yo, my bike is, keeps going out. Hold on, hold on. I can't say... There we um, go. One of the things that I do have to watch myself with is drinking. Okay. Because, you know, um, I had a I had an incident that happened. Um, I was celebrating my... Me and my wife, we were celebrating our um, wedding anniversary. Hey, you know, congratulations. I don't know when this was, but and it was, it was, anyway. it was past September. Oh, congrats. You know, thank you. Um, we were celebrating it. We was having a good time, but we started drinking like from 1130 in the morning to like around, it had to be like five, six. Drinking where? In our in the, in the crib. Ah. You know, so hey. we're drinking in the crib. So, you know, we're drinking wine. We're drinking our, our vodka. You know, all this, you know, all this other kind of drinks, right? And one question, that shit just escalated. And that turned the whole night. It just, to my wife, she was like, yo. She said, whatever it is that you're mad about, you need to, like, sit down and really get it out. Yeah. And, you know, the right way. Because the way I came about it was crazy. And she felt like that this is something that I probably was holding on to, you know, and just wouldn't talk about it or anything. But the alcohol just, you know, brought it out. Which to me, I I didn't feel like it. I didn't feel like that's what it was. But that's how it, alcohol do that. But then you know, saying that drink. Yeah, but as she saw from her her view, like I was holding that in. Mm-hmm. You know, I was suppressing whatever whatever I was thinking about or whatever I was feeling. And the joint just came out. And that, I have to, like, when I drink, I have to keep telling myself, like, you know, be cool. Like, just be cool. Like, well, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, because that right there, like, that's what I mean by, like, I'm so hard. And, like, I, I don't, like, I, I don't sit and cry about things. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't I don't have those, those that type of, you know, feeling. I mean, yeah, things get me, like, uh, sad, like there, there was, there was a moment that I did. It, it, it hit the heart, and but was, was it your situation? It wasn't or somebody, it was somebody else's. else's. It was just situation. an emotion it, that yeah, you it reacted was a, to. It was, a, okay. it was emotion that I reacted to it because mm-hmm. I was just watching a video of it's children. You know, mm-hmm. go back to the episode we talk about about um, what was it about the kids? Uh, they need better. Yeah, yeah. And I said that episode, mm-hmm. and then I saw that one video about when the father was in court and how it was like he broke down. <clears throat> Right. Because that man and that uh, That's female. That's the Olympic. Uh, no, nah, it wasn't the Olympic. It was you know all... the gymnastic coach that was touching the. <clears throat> no, nah, no, no, it no, was no. it was, was a brother. It was a brother out of Cleveland. Yes, thank and, you. And um, his 
his daughter passed at the hands of her stepfather and the mother, the mom. Yeah. I didn't hear about this. Yeah, it yeah. was like all over Facebook. It, it was a, it was a pretty sad yeah, story. So what a, he was, was saying is that there was um in the courtroom. In like, the courtroom, yeah, you go. in the courtroom, that father he broke, and I felt that, and I felt like those, you know, what I'm saying that that <coughs> in, in the corners starting to you know get watery. Yeah, because I, I it's like you feel your pain, like you you want to do something so bad, but you can't. Yeah, so right. he really broke down. Mm-hmm. Now. As far as like dealing with my own situations, I like I said, I, I feel like it's hardened, like it's just like I don't have the the emotion to cry. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I get annoyed, like you know what I'm saying, like, and then I then I'm like this, like all right, I got to figure this out. What I need to do to you know say to get to the next level, mm-hmm. I go into that mode, and then I just start chipping away at everything. You know, Which isn't bad either. Yeah. It's just, you know, we're just talking about coping. So, yeah. you know, the symptoms of what they call poor emotional health is one, anxiety, two, uncontrollable anger, three, depression, four, major key. Loss, Talent is the key to Loss of sex drive. Ah, loss of sex drive. Yeah, that's one of the symptoms of poor emotional health. I don't know. You can't get it up. Man, well, that's just that's impotence, man. He's getting he's getting old and shit, man. He needs some, need some Viagra or something like that, man. I don't think you that. Need, not for no, pill. not for no man. You they know say, what I'm hey, man, Listen, if, if you're if you're caught up in your in in your in your ways and you just want to go to sleep and like, nah, I'm not really trying to man, trying you, to do that. Man, you just rub one out and call it a night. What's wrong with yeah, that? That's, that's, that's a problem though. Yeah, because if you're in your bathroom, that implies you. You have the urge to do that, right? Man, what, what you're saying is like that drive is not even there. Sex drive. And when I, when I think of sex, I think with another person. That's why, I, that's that's me. I but that so. we, I, can, I, we can I, go I, all I, day I, long I, about my, my that. Bad, my bad, y'all, for interpreting that. All <laughs> <laughs> my, my ears ain't working. I, like, my wife, like my wife would say, no, you don't be listening. You know what I'm saying? Hey, it is like, what it is. We, um, none of us listen. Like I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't listen at all. Um... I don't know. I, I I can't really say that now. I never I never experienced the whole uh, loss of sex drive thing. Listen, depression, depression, yeah. But loss of sex drive. Nah. If I'm annoyed about something and you're trying to get it fixed, I'm ready. I'm like, let me stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right here with it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Now, what can you do to become more emotionally intelligent? Let's go a few over a few things. One is identifying your personal strengths and building. Off of them and living from them, so I guess some people aren't aware of their personal strengths. personal strengths. Okay, well I'll start out. And you be a little more confident in yourself, I guess. You I'm the say. man. Problem solved. Well, all right. So now, all right. So now we're gonna really <laughs> dig into this. So we had a conversation before we started recording. I'm glad you brought it up because you said I'm the man. Problem solved. And then we also thought about the whole when I first uh, brought up emotional health, and you said. Yo, I'm trying to conform. Like, you know, it sounds like they're trying to have me conform to society. Kanye West. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, we were having a discussion. Yeah, we're going. The way I view it, right? Kanye West saying that he is emotionally attached. His, his brother, his dragon, his his dragon energy brother is Donald Trump. I have a name for this, by the way. And I, I, I coined this today. Trumpier. Trump yay. Oh, so the Trump yay. Oh. Hashtag Trump yay. Oh my hashtag God. Trump yay. Feels that you know what? I love Trump. I, this is who I am. 
you know, F you if you don't, if you don't like it, which is fine. You can have your opinion, but I could also be upset about that. One of the reasons is, is because hip hop as a culture is my life, right? Right. We can all attest to that. How did you and I meet? Um... I'm sorry. <laughs> you and I met. You and I'm I met sorry. through I'm music. Sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry, y'all. He, he, that, that, for some reason, my mind was ready to answer something else. Mm-hmm. But yes, me and Scoob, we met through music. All right, yes. boom. Steve, how did you and I meet? Uh, we, we met through Rich, right? Rich, and I met Rich through music. Right. Hip-hop is in my vernacular. Hip-hop so is in the way I dress. Hip-hop. Yo, hip-hop is, yes, exactly. Hip-hop is in my vernacular, the way I dress. The way I approach things, shit. Look at the fucking title of the of the podcast show, Come which on. you perfectly coined. Thirty six yes. chambers of fatherhood. If you yes. don't win the thirty six, shout out to Wu Tang, baby. Woo. So I feel somewhat attacked because right. one of our influencers is now saying that he agrees with one of our enemies, and I don't think I have the emotional health to deal with that personally. And and you know what? I could go. And I am. I go about my life happy. Kanye, I don't know Kanye West. See, I, I don't know him. Any, you any must have read my eyes because I was about I to know, say yeah, something. I don't know him. I don't know him and I don't care to know him. However, I feel like my culture is no, being you affected. No, no, oh, well, yeah, of course I, I care to know that Kanye West, but my culture is being affected by it because yeah. Donald Trump is, is, and I don't want this to be in any way, shape, or political, uh, political but at the same time, I don't. I don't rock with your man's values. I don't rock with his views. They don't they don't match with mine. I do respect how he finessed his way into office. One could say, hey, you know, whatever, you did what that you gotta was do. It was it was, man. You know, you got people to hate each other. Congrats to you. Um, but moving forward from my life, my culture, now I feel like someone has let him in. And and I'm Did he let him in? He let him in. Let him in what? When when Donald Trump congratulates you on being uh, a pillar of the black community when you didn't do anything but say, yo, I like the way you're doing things. That's a problem to me. Because now it goes on Fox News and they're weaponizing your tweets and your words to go against people who are of hip-hop culture or just urban culture in general. So that's black Hispanics. Now they only look at you as just a rapper. You should listen to Kanye because they told... They told LeBron James, they told Kobe Bryant, just shut up and dribble. Mm. Yo, tell Snoop just to shut up and rap. He's, he's down the drain. But Kanye says, yo, man, yo, I love his dragon energy. Well, shit, y'all need to ask, act more like Kanye. Why do I have to act like him? Mm. Why can I not like you? Mm. Why can I not enjoy your views? And I agree with Kanye's opinions. He came, He's fine. He came hype. He came prepared today, yo. <laughs> yo, he got he got that dragon energy. I got dragon. He got dragon energy, energy right because here. Because it bothered me. Because yeah. yo, we yo, as a hip hop culture and as black culture, yo, that girl Chrisette Michelle when she sang that national anthem, oh, they, yo, they threw her under oh, they the bus. Oh, they they, 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 they tore her, her apart. Up. Yo, her, her parents didn't even talk to her. But Kanye West wears a hat. And says this man shares the dragon energy as Donald Trump, and niggas is like, nah, B, but but kind, nah. All right. I can't do. Di- I can't I, take. I am. I I want to preface this by saying I agree with you, mm-hmm. but I am going to play uh, Al Pacino and pretend that you are Keanu Reeves. If you catch my movie reference, yo, I ain't white, B. No, I'm joking. Okay. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm serious. This is uh, that film is Devil's Advocate. Deadpool. Yes. I okay. Know. Go ahead. Now. 
Chance the Rapper also gotten caught up in this because oh, he tweeted man, out. Oh, man, that kid, man. Yeah, that kid, yeah, yeah, that kid, that kid crazy. Yeah. Um, Come on, man. What because you doing, he said man? black people do not have to be Republicans. And I agree with him 100%. Now. Oh, they don't have to be Democrats. They, yes, they don't have to be Democrats. <clears throat> now, my, um, just the, the counterpoint is, are we conforming to the group thing? That, okay, we've de- all decided we hate this guy. So if you want to wear one of his hats, then we have to go crazy and excommunicate you. I see what you're saying there. So the way I view it is, again, Kanye, you, you, a listener, if you're a Trump supporter, that's completely fine. That is, is your fine? view. That is your view. It is fine. Hip-hop as a culture, right, has been rebellious. Right. They have been the rage against the machine. Donald Trump says he wants to drain the swamp. Yeah, I understand that. Donald Trump is a symbol of everything that is not hip-hop. And when I say not hip-hop, it's everything that... His values are everything that we do not like. Okay, I gotta... Except the woman thing... A and the money thing and the money thing and, and I guess the violent the thing. So thing. maybe Donald Trump is hip hop and maybe Kanye West is, is just is just letting us know we should love him. So so you know there have been so many people that have quoted Donald Trump or maybe Kanye West so, in in um Saul Paul yeah yeah so mm-hmm. so and me and Kanye West we got dragon energy man never forget the photo baby. I say we got that. Oh, drag- you got to put that in there. Yeah, we got that dragon energy. Baby. Jesus, you know what I'm Jesus Christ! See hey. what I have to deal with, ladies and gentlemen. Sean is. If if you're not watching the video, Sean is putting oh, up oh, a video. Oh, wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait, let wait. me let me show you what this man Sean has a has a, a photo with him wearing a, a make, Ma- make America great a maga a maga maga hat alongside with Kanye West. Both of these men are black. Both of them have beards. And have red hats that said "Make America Great Again." Okay. Jeez, Louise. Now, now, so, um, so you do agree that it's okay for uh, people of color to be Republicans? Absolutely. Oh, wait, 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 And I went, I went completely, I went completely off rip as to why I, I mentioned the Kanye thing. Mm-hmm. But Kanye's whole thing is, is hey, I'm, I'm saying what I feel, and you should just deal with it because I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm going against the mob. I love, you know, real quick about this interject with my madness. I just love how y'all, you know, just kindly moved on. It's part of emotional health. From the MAGA hat. That just goes to show y'all, ladies and gentlemen, how, how hated this kid is. Not Kanye, but Donald Trump, yo. See, me. We just trying to throw you a life raft, brother. See, see for, me, for me, I did it. They all know me. I goof around. And then, and and there's a whole another story of why I had that hat. You don't gotta I, explain yourself, brother. Yeah, come on, man. We know you as you know you know we know you as old head wildin. Yo, you know what that, I'm that's that's you know I do the things I like to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I just love how they just was like, yeah, he got the hat on, and um, yeah, we just move on. Right. But no, I mentioned it because you said well, I brought up Kanye because you said that um. You know, why does one have to conform to society? And essentially, that's what Kanye is doing. He's asking himself, well, why do I have to form, you know, why do I have to conform against what hip-hop culture, what 
you know, um, black society is saying about Donald Trump. I view him another way. But my problem is, is that I think he's, we had a discussion about this. I think he is a Trump supporter. I think he does not agree totally with the views of Donald Trump. I believe he agrees with his his, his ideology yeah, of, yeah. and and his and dragon his dragon energy. energy. And there's a podcast called Talkitecture, and there's a, a gentleman in there by Haitian Miguel, and he said that um, the thing with Trump supporters, male Trump supporters. And female Trump supporters. I think I know where you're going. They view Donald Trump as this mega, mega, mega male uh, alpha, alpha male. Yeah, alpha you know, male. He's, yeah. he's I'm king. I'm, he is the id of America. Yeah, he's he's yeah. he's he's the alpha male. He talks the way he talks, and if you don't like it, you better eat it. So the white dudes who been scared to speak out against black dudes, that's why they come out with tiki torches and say, mm. you know, get out of here, uh, nigger, get out of here, Jew. They felt empowered by him. And I feel that Kanye looks at Donald Trump because Kanye only talks to Kanye and sees Trump talking like that and said, ah, oh, this guy gets it. You know right. what I'm saying? I'm not in Kanye's crib. I'm not around his wife. Nobody is except that circle. Right. But I'm looking at someone who has poor emotional health and doesn't know how to cope with things or life or the media, um, someone telling him, no, his mom passed it. This is someone who hasn't coped with these things yet. Right. And we are getting him projecting what he wants to be. He wants to be Donald Trump. He wants to be a white man. <laughs> okay. No, so. I think that that is... I only threw that in as a joke. I think that that is... I mean, it got so serious that I just needed to throw that in and I needed to get a laugh. uh, Astute uh, observation. Good, sir. But but I will... I will will just... I I needed some laughter after that. Go ahead. I'll take a little bit of a different angle. Go ahead. I do find... And we can have all those serious conversations Mm -hmm. about um, what Kanye means (coughs) and what we should mean and how we should... um, look at this but before I can have that conversation about what is this real statement uh, mm-hmm. that Kanye is trying to make I have to I just have to remind myself yeah but he has an album coming out next month and so this is all convenient that man is and, not and that genius are, bro no 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 I'm not oh, saying genius I was about to say. I'm saying that this is to in my mind nothing more than a marketing stunt mm-hmm. right and so I I can honestly say that I don't care Mm-hmm. Right. If he's a Trump supporter, fine. Mm-hmm. All I know about Trump is that Trump surrounds himself with yes men and opportunists. Mm-hmm. And to me, Kanye's biggest goal, as he stated uh, many years ago, is he wants to get enough money to where he can do whatever he wants. So if he has to beg for a meeting from Mark Zuckerberg, who he has to beg for a meeting from Tim Cook, or someone in power will meet with him so that he can say some crazy idea that the people around him told him, yes, that was genius. Mm-hmm. So he can make clothes that look like they're garbage bags. Damn. Right? That so cost $3,000. He, he He's going in on him more than I am. But now, 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 this is the morph same written. person. That's what my wife, she says, his clothes is morph written. Look, but hold on. And look, and this is the same person who on the one hand has said, 
George Bush doesn't care about black people, right? Mm-hmm. He didn't say Donald Trump doesn't care about black people. He said George Bush doesn't care about black people. It's also the same person who told Oprah, don't build schools in Africa. Give me money so I can uh, create a clothing line. Because that is better for the world. Nah, man. Say, say, say how you said it earlier. <laughs> said your man. Yo. Oh, no, chill, B. Said your man, Kanye West, wanted to sit down with Oprah so she could give him money to make $3,000 jeans, B. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Crazy. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the same guy. And, and again, I feel like we're in this crazy world where we are even... The fact that this is... The fact that we are even having a conversation about what are are Kanye's West's uh, political motivations, mm-hmm. right? Th- th- this is the idea where people that are popular and have done no research mm-hmm. on any of these things, but they feel something, mm-hmm. then people who are, 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 are more well-spoken uh, or well-read will now try to interpret those feelings and 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 squish them into whatever agenda they have. So Kanye West literally said nothing, right? Nothing of value or importance. And now there are intellectuals having conversations like, what does he mean, love everybody? That is the most basic idea ever. And we see it every day of course. with with Trump and the pundits out there. So again, this to me seems very convenient and it seems like uh, Kanye West will be just another of the opportunists around Trump for whatever, um, because Trump is the sun, and all these opportunists orbit around him to get some of his light on them for whatever their individual goals are. I agree with you, yeah. but but you you are the you have your own point of view, so I'll let you cook. Um, no, nah, I mean for me, I, I think I think Kanye just you know he's a. He's a mad scientist. I think he concocted this whole scheme. I mean, we're so, talking about it right now, right? Yeah. I, 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 yeah but I think, you're saying that he con- concocted I think this he, two years ago when yeah. he was on, on tour and said, like, I would vote for Donald Trump. Well, it's. I think that, excuse me, I think <clears throat> over a period of time, as he was sitting down trying to figure out moves, you know, for his next ideas, I think, not the first year, but I think year number two, that's when he started to put every get the ball rolling and say, hey, we need to come up with something so brilliant that it's going to knock them off their ass for this next album. Now, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Now, so oh, let's, let's not get, because the topic is emotional health. No, it is emotional that? health, 100%. Yeah. Because well, you said that he, you feel like he concocted everything. And that goes to what Steve said. Yeah. And that's... It's it's convenient that he's tweeting all this stuff now, right? Do you feel he is a supporter? Um, a MAGA supporter? I don't know. Because I don't really get... For me, mm-hmm. I have friends who got a big conspiracy <coughs> theorists. They go hard with it. For me, I don't care what that man, who who he like. You like... If you like Donald Trump, you like Donald Trump. But, so and listen, why are we get... looking at Kanye West to be any kind of a moral leader? It's not a moral leader. That's what I said to somebody. I said, or an intellectual leader. It's Yo, not even an intellectual listen, leader. Listen, it's hold, about culture. Hold on, hold Go on. Go ahead. Like, I feel I said <clears> the same <throat> thing about him, and I and I mean that with no disrespect. Mm-hmm. Now, this is not like somebody like a Talib Kweli doing this. 
or most death doing this. Mm -hmm. This is Kanye West. We had this conversation through text. Right, right. Mm -hmm. he's been sex tripping since 1998. Yeah, is Kanye West holding rallies? Is Kanye West opening schools? That's what I'm saying. He's Kanye West. He made some songs about the black experience for his first album, Mm -hmm. and then it's just been all money and, and, and him and his ego. So to me, he has always been perfectly aligned with Donald Trump, so this is not a surprise, and I'm not... I'm not mad at it. Mm-hmm. Now, I get why people would be upset about it, mm-hmm. but I'm sorry. I'm sorry to break it to you. Donald Trump represents a large portion of what the hip-hop culture is. Right. Or what, at least what the popular hip-hop pop culture is. Popular hip-hop culture is thing, the, la- mm-hmm. the last thing I want to say is, like, Kanye, the, the reason I see people get upset because now we could all boycott him Mm. All the Trump supporters are gonna buy his album and That's listen the to shit it, that and they're irks go, me, and, yo. Hold on, and it, they're it gonna bubbles my to skin. They're gonna listen to it while they burn Colin Kaepernick jerseys. It burns that's, my that's skin that that happens. Like and, that, that, and, that gets me so aggravated. And, and just one like final sort of point mm-hmm. I want to put on this, right? That was Ill what you said. <laughs> yeah. That was what you said yeah. about they listening to Kanye West while, while they burning Kaepernick. And, and, but it's just that he and, and even again, creates that. It yeah, just yeah, upsets me. And, 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 and again, why? What? It, what is? What is the goal other than to sell some albums, right? Mm-hmm. And it, if 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 so, if you say okay, um, things didn't move fast enough under Obama, or maybe you supported Obama, but Obama had did his eight years. Mm-hmm. So let's try something different, right? Mm-hmm. What do you what do you what do you believe in and what do you want to change, right? And what has Trump spoken to to that? If it's about love, has Trump displayed love other Zero. than love towards you or right. love towards the people that have said nice things about him because his ego is or his emotional health is so fragile that it doesn't matter who you are or where you come from. If you say something good about him, then he loves you. Mm. If you say something that dissents with him and then you're the worst person in the world. Mm-hmm. So again, it's it can't be love mm-hmm. because this man hasn't displayed that. Are you worried about the plight of black people? Um, has Donald Trump pretend? Has he showed that he cares about that, or is he saying I'm the law and order guy? You guys are living in carnage, and I'm going to send police to come and lock you up. And people that are protesting about police brutality, um, they they're un-American and they should be thrown in jail. So is that the reason? Do you want more police on the streets? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Do you believe that all black people? Are, are, are so distraught that they have nothing to lose, mm-hmm. right? So just explain to me, other than a marketing stunt, what this is for, and then fine. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I genuinely don't. And look, I'm going to listen to the album, but I never thought Kanye West was, not since like his third or fourth album, I never thought he was a, 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 a voice for the people because he's not out there like Killer Mike. Right. He's not right. out there like the Talib Kweli. Right. He's not out there like the comments. Right. Now, you know as I mean? far as exactly. when you say voice for the people, do you mean voice for the black culture or do you mean voice as for the culture, hip hop culture, pop no, culture? Vo- voice for the black. Um, now, black. as far as black because, culture, I give you because that. Like, Damn. Hold on, because Charlemagne said it best. He said, um, all these things been happening, but you've been quiet. You understand? Mm-hmm. No, so you, we're, you're we're, good. We're, oh, good. No, yeah, I thought I said, that's probably just your He said, yeah. you know, all these uh, situations that's been happening, like with black people, from police brutality, <clears> uh, <throat> the killings, and all of this stuff, um, has been going on. But where have you been? Mm-hmm. 
You know, that's what he said. He was so, over there so trying this to make so this so, thousand dollar jeans yeah. and worrying about his personal wealth. So that's mm-hmm. what it goes back to what Steve but said that, and what I said, said too. Mm-hmm. Like that yo, aligns with the like, Republican people, Party. So like, why people are so hype, sure. mm-hmm. so hype about Kanye? Why? Why everybody making making him the hero? Well, it's not necessarily making him the hero, right? So, mm-hmm. since we've known Kanye, he's been set tripping. He's mm-hmm. been set tripping on on national TV when he said George Bush didn't like black people. That was the he beginning tri- of it. That, yeah, that was the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. He set tripped when um you know he took away an award from Taylor Swift and said you know what this belongs to Beyonce because she has the best album out. So he's been set tripping. However, we and when I say we, I don't only mean black people. I mean as a culture. Right, hip hop culture. We viewed him as your crazy uncle, like you know this dude that just talks wild yeah. and crazy. However, this little culture, we look at Kendrick Lamar, we look at J Cole, we look at all those other guys as almost like protectants of the culture, right? right. Because they aren't doing the whole wish wash, sprite drinking, all that other stuff that's going on. Right. That sounds good, but hey, it doesn't bring a message. So Fox News, when they talk about um, uh, Kendrick Lamar, they say, oh, you know, he's talking about the police brutalities and all this other stuff. Ah, get out of here. You know, get out of here, kid. Uh, you talk about uh, the J. Coles. You know, he, uh, J. Cole, yeah, he talked about Trump. Uh, yeah, yeah, see you later. You know, we talk about those people. We could also bring in basketball players, LeBron James. Shut up and dribble. Right. But the minute this man opened his mouth and said that he and Trump share dragon energy and that he's going against the mob, they use those words to uplift Trump on Fox News. And then it's almost like, oh, he gets it. This guy right here, this man, who looks just like them and who raps just like them, he gets it. None of you guys got it. So it's almost like translations are getting lost. Now it's, we're not fighting it, or not we, but they don't look at the hip-hop culture the same. Not as an enemy, but damn, these motherfuckers won't shut up. They won't keep on. They 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 just keep on coming. LeBron James and Kevin Durant. LeBron James is you know uh, the biggest, the biggest, uh, most successful, most most wealthy, most outspoken black person on earth. Right? Well, not black person, but he's one of. He's an influential person in our culture. Right. Then you have Kanye. Just kind of open the door for them. Like, oh, you know, I'm not like these niggas. I like you, Dragon Energy, my brother. So, is he? What, what, what's what's his emotional health? Um, well, I, I broke like, down the uh, emotional health, and I think Steve and you guys broke and you um, broke down the emotional health of it's an ego-driven thing. Maybe I shouldn't be looking into it as much as I should, or be as bothered by it because these are men that share poor emotional health. I'm just saying, but now how, how does he, Kanye's last three albums, or maybe more than that, what has he said on those albums? What has he done on those albums about the people and the culture? Was it more about It's all him? about himself. It's all about him. When we talk about I Am A Guy, I, I rocks with that album, by the way. Um, what, was the name of, what was the name Jesus. of it? Jesus, yeah. So I rocks with Jesus. Um, the one it? before that, Life of Pablo, was... But me, uh, a collective of good music. Let me ask you a question here. I mean, let's look at the let's look at the rap that's that's been out. That's it, what I'm. But thinking. isn't all rappers egotistical, <coughs> all about themselves? A hundred percent. Come on, we hold on. hundred percent. Go ahead. Rapper Cook. With no rhyme. Hold on. Hold <laughs> he on, said rapper with no rhyme. Here we have we have J Cole. 
who's uh you know he's into the conscious thing you know it's like half and half mm -hmm. then we have Kendrick who's also into conscious and it's street mm -hmm. um then we have all your others your Talibs of the world your Commons of the world but let's talk about the bigger ones that influence so we well, got Drake like, like, we got Drizzy Drake and all we of got Jay Jay you know we got uh Kendrick well, now nah, he mentioned, he mentioned, yeah, yeah, he mentioned. No, but I'm saying you gotta include him in the influencer. No, no, he just mentioned yeah. him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm just saying, like, all the rappers, they, they about themselves. They, they talk about what they want and what they go, how they're gonna get it. They, they, they're not on some public enemy, you know, fight the power. And if it is, it's like a sprinkle of salt. They want some salt bay, like just a little bit. Mm -hmm. So. Why does Kanye get condemned so much for saying because hey? Because there is still sort of at least some attempt to balance the the ego the ego part of it with the larger uh, plight of the people, and <clears throat> and it's not just what you say on the records, but it's what you do outside of the records, right? Bingo. So I could I could go and make the most braggadocious record. And then, and then when you talk to me in an interview, I'm, I'm, and listen, nobody's saying he needs to be humble or anything like no, that, right? No, zero. Kanye can right. make the music he wants. Mm -hmm. I don't believe that this is out of line with his character. And zero. I think if Trump wasn't president, that people would have no problem with this and, and they would probably be great friends, right? Just because I do think that they share that kind of energy where they dragon swim. energy. As much as they dragon say, energy, baby. as much as, and I never believe I need, like Kanye I need that on a said, shirt. You know, I want the media to leave me alone. No, you didn't. The worst thing that would happen to Kanye emotionally, I think, anyway, is is if the people stopped looking for him, if people stopped wanting to take pictures of him, if people stopped paying attention, right? Mm -hmm. So, and I, and like I say, I see those similarities between those two. So, um, maybe the problem is not with Kanye. Maybe the problem with us is with us for expecting anything from him. But we always do that. We always build our, our uh, artists up. Yeah, yeah high mm -hmm. expectations, and then we break them down. Yeah, yeah then we break them down. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's always been like that. Mm -hmm. um, it's one of the reasons why I don't uh, get into it. Like, I like the artists for what I like them for. Mm -hmm. They the put, yeah, the music, the art that they do, mm -hmm. you know, all that kind of stuff. Whatever they do after work, that's on they, that, that's on they, because it's, it's no more different than me and you going to work. Would right. you listen to an R. Kelly album and not feel like he he's? I've listened to an R. Kelly album after he right person. now. When was the last time you heard Twelve Play? What's Twelve Play? That's an R. Kelly album. Nah. Yeah. Or Chocolate Factory. I mean, it's been a minute since I listened to those albums. Igni but, Ignition but, remix, but, I have to. I but have I'm to just, come I'm, out and dance um, to. I'm sorry, but no. To to what you were saying, you look at only the artists. You don't I look, look at, at anything. Like, behind. I, don't, I don't like. I don't get the guy because I asked my wife this. I said, "Why are you?" so pumped up why why like why are you talking to me like you know you're across the street <laughs> like <laughs> you know what i'm saying that, yeah because she she gets you know she gets real you know animated and powerful mm -hmm. and um i don't understand like there's a lot of people that you, you gotta get... tell her to use her inside voice <laughs> <laughs> now there's a lot of people now, you know my wife she's very she's very passionate when she talks about things mm -hmm. that's why i love her um, that was a good cleanup. I like nice, that. Nice, man. That was nice. Yeah. You're good. You're yeah. good. That's why they you call him Old Man Wallet. You know what I'm saying? Old Head Wallet. You know what I'm saying? Because you're Old Head. You got that wisdom, but you're Wallet. Um, 
Yeah, I just don't understand why do people get so, they put so much, you know, uh, energy into or put like these people in a pedestal. Yeah, they put these mm-hmm. people on a pedestal. You know, like why they just entertainment? They 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 merchants. I mean, did I say right? Merchants? No, mm-hmm. merchants, right? No, merchants would be someone who sells things, but they do sell. Yeah, they, they sell do things. Sell. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you don't get hyped about the owner of a uh, Gucci and all of that stuff. You know, you just go in there. You like their work. I like this. I like that. Give me that. I'm out of here. Now, whatever Gucci, you know, the owners of Gucci, whatever their political views is, whatever. I don't care about that shit, man. I like them shoes you did, man. Give me that shit, man. I'm out of here. But, That's the way I feel about music and Kanye. Uh-huh. I like him because. On a music producer um, production level, mm-hmm. he is the bad. He, he's one of the you know the dopest. You know what I'm saying? That, hands down. Yeah, hands down. Hands down. You can never and take away his talent. Exactly. Zero. And and on top of that, to be a lyricist, he's dope too. Mm-hmm. And, and and how he put things together. Now mm-hmm. he wanna he wanna rock with Trump. Go ahead, fella. Go ahead, mm-hmm. Rock with Trump. I mean, I, I don't know if you you know your man going you know like that or your people your fans going like that, but hey. I don't care about the shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, well, I do believe a lot of people are full of shit when they say they're not going to listen to the album. I never said I wasn't going to listen to the album. Let me put that out. Remember, Kanye West ain't the only rapper that was rocking with Trump. Come on, back in the 90s, rappers been talking about That's Trump. That's what I was trying to say. You, you know said that, yeah, you said it was a braggadocious thing. Yeah, Everybody and they, was and, trying to live with him, yeah, live and like they, him, Yeah, and say. they've been talking about Trump in the 90s, yo, guess who the black Trump? Raekwon, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Um, 36 Chambers. Said, look, 36 Chambers, the fatherhood, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Raekwon. <laughs> you know, I, I did music with him, I could say that, you know what I'm saying? Um, good brother. Um, so people been, I mean, yeah, Trump is a wild dude. He's always been in, you know, he's got his nose in something. Mm-hmm. He's been had his nose in shit since the Central Park Five, mm-hmm. taking out big page, page ads in the post. Never apologized. And never apologized to that dude. Yeah, he, he's been wilding, you know. And now that he's president, okay, fine. Whatever, you you still set tripping. I mean, I know for me, for as a man, I still got to get up. And do my thing to take care of my family. Mm-hmm. Yes, like my wife said, she said, but you also have to understand that certain things that he do to put in place, it can also affect that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a domino effect. Mm-hmm. But I said, we'll cross that bridge when we come. But right now, I got to get up. <laughs> I got to go to work. I got to make this money. <clears throat> you know, things got to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. You know, we need more 36 Chambers of Fatherhood hats coming soon. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And shirts. And we got build out, build a brand all mm-hmm. square. But we you bring keep up going. A, but you bring up a good point as far as what your wife says. Now, there's there's something that that you know, and I'll say it right now. It's something that we could say when we're looking at these entertainers. It's we all broken emotionally, healthy, right? So I could say the way I view Kanye and the way he's carrying on about this Trump thing, and the way I. It's bothering me, I should say, is that I'm unhealthy in that in that sense. However, your wife uh, mentioned, you know, what he says. It's not that Trump is just wilding, right? Trump is wilding on a higher scale. He's saying things and it's affecting people. Yeah, he's, he's an enigma. Say, he's an enigma. He's saying Muslims are this. Mexicans are that. So that's fine. He can have those views, 
But then when people act on those views is where things get tricky. And this is the 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 you say he got an emotional health problem too? Who? Absolutely. No, yeah, we just, yeah, we said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're tying, we're tying uh, Donald Trump oh, and Kanye West together. Yeah, this is all Trump, about Trump. emotional health and yeah. how people should not act like uh, Donald Trump and should not act like Kanye West. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, Trump clearly never got enough love or affirmation from his father, mm. and therefore he is always trying to prove himself and has always want to wanted to be in the high society life and people always looked at him as low class so he always had to prove himself you don't think i belong in the new york real estate business that's fine i'm gonna get a building i'm gonna become the biggest developer and i and i I'm, rocks with that you don't think i belong here i'm gonna go there and show me but he plays in the dirt and he's always looking for respect and i still believe that is when obama roasted him so bad at the white house correspondence dinner that is when he decided, I'm really going to do this thing, mm -hmm. right? Now, even today, it doesn't matter. And see, I had a long discussion about whether Trump was a racist or a bigot or whatever, or an opportunist. Trump is and, a Trumpist. And, and where I have come to with that is if you... No, 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 that's, that's, that's a it's real a Trumpist. thing. Just and like the Kanye that, song. I think I love Kanye. I, I think this is a Trumpist. That, uh, Trump... It sounds like a like, donut. I think, I think, I think Trump... Like Kanye is An looking for donor. affirmation from wherever he can get it, mm -hmm. right? This is so Trump to, strikes me as a person who does not love himself and therefore needs to look outwards for that love. He's projecting. And will take it wherever he can get it. Mm -hmm. And so, if he sees a crowd of uh, angry white men that feel like they are losing their status in the world, and he can sort of give them a voice by walking a, a line without without saying the explicit racist thing, even though sometimes he does cross the line, mm -hmm. um, and they love him for it, he will take that love, mm -hmm. right? If Kanye West um, says, I love Trump, then he will love them too. If Vladimir Putin says Trump is a smart guy, then he loves them too. It doesn't matter what they stand for. What he knows is they love me, mm -hmm. right? And just to take this all 360 uh, or 36 180, degrees, 180 yes, on a 36 all the way back around right. to, to the whole fatherhood aspect, um, teach your kids emotional health. Tell them that you love them. Let them know that it's not you don't have to hold things in mm -hmm. because when children do not feel loved, they go around and they will look for love wherever they can get it from the worst places. Mm. Right. right, and Absolutely. I think that that is what is that. That's what we see with Trump, and that is, I think, what is happening with Kanye. I agree. So, as much as the whole Kanye situation bothered me, like you, like you, and like the listener, it didn't bother me. Well, no, it didn't bother <laughs> you. Um, but like the listener, at the end of the day, I go home to two kids and I teach them what it is to be an able person in society. Um, people could say, oh, but you're conforming them to society. No. I serve my community by being a great father at home and being a great person outside of my home and allowing my children to see that. Great person could be, you know, I see someone in the street that needs help with, uh, they popped a tire. Yo, I, I could call 911 for you. I got you, dog. Don't worry about it serving my community in those type of ways and I'm serving my home in those type of ways. 
we need to look into emotional health, make sure that we're right, make sure that we're coping with situations the correct way. Um, this was a good discussion between uh, you two brothers. Yes. Um, this is 36 Chambers of Fatherhood. Um, you know, you're not going to get a white rice over white paper plate <laughs> opinion. <laughs> It's, and again, no, that's, that's that. yeah, white rice over white po- of paper plate opinion. It no, it means it bland ass opinion. Me. You're not yeah. gonna get a bland, bland ass opinion of how and this and that. No, this is what you came here. This is what you listened to. This is 36 Chambers of Fatherhood. I'm the only light skinned person in here. Um, we don't judge you for that. They don't no. judge me, but I'm the one who's the most emotional. So there you go. But, nah, he, he came ready today. <laughs> he came yo, ready. you know why? Because I haven't, I haven't, yo, when I, when I tell you. You turned into a tomato. I, <laughs> I like, I love, I love this, right? I love this right here. This this setting, the microphone, um, whoever's listening to this in their car, they might either shut the hell up or they're like, mm, this dude is talking. Preach. And they're going to they're gonna be thinking the same way. So, um my my uh Kanye West moments is when I'm in the car. I'm like, yo, I'm about to, I, I gotta bring it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I gotta bring energy. I gotta yeah, bring he, dragon energy. He brought the dragon energy, yo. I have to. Yo, you know what I'm saying? Shout out uh, Donald Trump and then Kanye for that uh dragon energy. Funny, I love that. that. Yeah, Trump, yeah. Huh? Trump, yeah. Trump, 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 yeah. You know, I for that dragon, that, that's I hot right that there. Old Trump, yeah. Right, right up. I miss that old Trump, yeah. We need that <sighs> dragon energy. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So yeah. um. Steve, can you? Uh, well, I think you delivered your. your I got party one words. more. I oh, okay. More. All I was right. holding on to this. Woo. Okay. Um, so you know, in light of Kanye West and Trump and and everybody else, and you know, emotional health is very important. And this is actually literal advice I gave uh, Steve Jr. earlier in the week. I thought you were about to say Steve Jobs. I'm like, oh god, here we go. No, man, me and Steve Jobs talking in the spirit realm. You know, but um, you know, I I, I said. Uh, you know, when we get so upset about the decisions that people make, it's because we've put them on a pedestal, mm-hmm. right? And what I said to Steve Jr. is, by the most basic laws of physics, anyone you put on a pedestal has no choice but to look down on you. And think about that, mm-hmm. right? So maybe there's no reason to get upset with Kanye because we never should have placed him so high on that pedestal anyway. Mm. And if Kanye West is placing Trump on a pedestal, Trump really says, yes, thank you, Kanye, I love you, but he's just looking down on you. Because mm. he's just saying, I'm higher than you. Right? right. Mm-hmm. So, 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 think about that really. And I, I, I actually tell everybody, tell that, I want to share that message with the world. Anybody you put on a pedestal has no choice but to look down on you. Mm. It's just physical. Woo. So um, that's all I got. Boom. Anything else? Um, nah, I'm good. I, I cause at the same time, I said I'm still trying to, you know, cope with my emotional issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, but, have a cry. You know what I'm saying? Listen, I I don't know, man. Yo, just I, go to work with that with that blinky. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> just nah, nah, just nah. let everybody uh, have it. Listen, I, I'm like a like a real American. Listen, I'm too blessed <laughs> to be stressed. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Oh, nah, I'm way too blessed to be stressed. Sean, I'm, you know. Listen, it's all right, man. Yo, go to, go to, go grab, go See? grab. He, he came go, hyped today. Go that grab. Trump, yay, got him stirred up. Go and grab then, the AK-47. But see, look, this is a man. Look, <laughs> yeah. he, need, he needs evaluation. He has emotional health issues. 
He's talking about loading up, you know, and, and going put, put a couple of people down. Yo, you know what I'm saying? Yo. The views expressed on this podcast yes. do not represent. Not, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, yes please. Or all head wild. Yes, please stay that because, listen, I mean, I, like I said before, I do, I do get annoyed about stuff. And, yes, things do piss me off because I, I'm like, I feel like, what's the problem? Why does everybody have to make everything such an, uh, like bigger than what it is? Yeah. Hit it and quit it and let's go. Let's go, baby. Um, but like I said, I, I'm still working out my emotional health. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a great topic today, fellas. Um, I'm definitely for my. I'm definitely gonna research this a little bit more. And my wife, she calls it self care. That's Ooh, what she, yeah. My wife said the same thing. Yeah, yeah man, you take yeah. care of your beard. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You can take care of your emotions. Yeah, treat true. your that's the word. <clears throat> treat, treat your yourself. emotions like your beard. Right. Treat my treat my emotions like I treat my beard. Mm-hmm. Uh I guess like you treat your kids. Mm-hmm. You know, um just listen, uh this was great. And I guess till next time. Tell them where they can find you, good sir. Oh yes, yes, <clears throat> yes. I gotta gotta remember that. You know what I'm saying? Um <laughs> Y'all can find me at uh, Twitter. I mean, not Twitter. Um, Instagram, Old Head Wallen. Mm. That's Old underscore Head mm. underscore Wallen. Y'all can hit me up. You know, we could talk about it. Friend request me. Uh, let's have a good time. And you know, I'm cool, humble. You know, and go ahead. Um, have, um <clears throat> don't forget about the R Square Network. You can find the Thirty Six Chambers. Yes. You know what I'm saying on YouTube, SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Okay, iTunes. On iTunes, we are on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Search Thirty Six Chambers of Fatherhood. We're on Instagram at Thirty Six C O F underscore. Um, you could catch me on Twitter. I gotta change the handle. I'm gonna change it to Thirty Six C O F. You on Twitter too? I yo, I be tweeting, but only when I'm on the toilet. Okay. But not not the Thirty Six Chambers. So you myself. got something in common with Trump? Yes, Maybe. hey, that's that dragon energy, yo, it's, yo, I, I came with dragon energy today. Maybe that's why I'm projecting so much. Yeah, just like, I just you, felt you, it. You, you know what I'm saying? Today. <laughs> you know what I'm but you know, hey, it's it's something that because I researched this topic and it's been a long time coming. Now it's just like ah, just coming out. Um, but um, P's and Q's with you for next week, man. <laughs> Thirty six C O F underscore. Um, um, yeah, for Instagram, um, and also. Um, there is an episode where, what we've been talking about is self-care, you know, we've been talking about health. Um, so the next episode, um, is with, um, a good friend of ours, uh, Andre Fantroy, who is a wellness coach. So be on the lookout for that. He breaks it down to, you know, what mistakes fathers are doing as far as eating food or exercising and just finding a way for you to live a healthier lifestyle. And then in turn, Going into your home and you know offering that healthy lifestyle to uh, a healthy household. Um, however, this is the R Squared Network. Uh, this is Thirty Six Chambers of Fatherhood. We are one of the shows. Steve, tell them what else we have on the roster, sir. All right. Yeah. If you are into politics, uh, we have the second page, and if you are into film and TV news. We have on the reel later today. Uh, we are going to record our spoiler-filled <coughs> Infinity War review, as well as our uh, on the reel proper, where we are going to rank all nineteen of the MCU movies, mm. as well as talk about some of the news of the week. And um, also, go ahead. 
you can find me if you want to get to me directly if you want to get at me uh just go search for steve am johnson on your favorite social media network as long as it's not snapchat batman died yo (laughs) yo (laughs) i'm joking batman died in in um in infinity war batman and superman died yeah there goes your spoiler I tell you what though, um, are we done? No CG oh, mustaches were hurt in Infinity War. What? That's my spoiler. No what? No CG mustaches. The people will get it. They understand. CG mustache. CG. Yeah, it's okay. They understand. But that's it. <laughs> All right. We All right, here. y'all. We out. Peace. Peace. Bro, bro, listen to the kids. Listen to the kids. Bro, bro, listen to the kids. Bro.